Blog Talk Radio. The show is live and on the air. Today is February 17th of 2020. I'm your host, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III, and I'm joined as always by the other host of the program, Clark Lawrence. And Clark, how are you? Well, Larcher, doing pretty well here today on this fine, lovely Monday, Chicago day. It's a great day in the wonderful America, the country that we live. Uh, it's uh, just a fantastic day out there with sleet and rain. We weren't sure if it was going to snow or rain. Everyone said it was going to rain, but, well, it's kind of a cruddy day now. It came, came later in the day. Nah, I love the rain, Good Clark. Good morning. I love, a, you, my friend. I love a rainy night, my friend. Hey, you know, if you're going to be a broadcaster, you really need to learn how to say Chicago. 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 It's Chicago. It's Chicago. Chicago. See, now, I can say Chicago if I'm, like, talking to people out in the streets. But if you want to be a professional broadcaster, Clark, Chicago. Oh, Jesus. Standard English, my friend. Here? Who is this? Is this? Am I listening to McNeil? He always likes to mention to the younger folks on his show the, the, the proper way to speak. Well, there you go. People who speak the worst like to make sure you speak the best. That's the way we do it, Clark. Uh-oh. I think, am, I, I think I'm sideways on the camera. I think the camera needs to be rotated. Oh, boy. Well, that'll probably take 10 minutes. Go ahead, Clark. Go ahead and rotate your camera. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my partner, Al, with Al's Minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a lovely weekend. There's some uh, basketball. The uh, All-Star game happened right here in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, there's some uh, controversy with the dunking contest I'm sure we'll get into. Boring-ass baseball's about to... Uh, uh, reclaim its place as America's sleep time uh, here shortly as uh, spring training has uh, geared up in full swing. Professional wrestling had an outstanding weekend as a Warrior 8 happened at Marion Catholic High School uh, on Saturday night. I was in attendance, front row, of course, because that's how Larcher travels. And um, NXT in Portland uh, put on uh, what could be the, the show of the year, people are saying. Uh, we're only in February, so by God, you know that was a good program. Um, and the Chicago Bears have done nothing. I mean, nothing's going on. They're uh, they're officially in the off season, And, uh, you know, we're not going to get Tom Brady, and that's okay. That's not a bad thing. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Clark's half an hour of uh, fixing the camera is still going strong here. Um let me think. Is there anything I really would like to talk about uh, while I have this uh, this platform, this free moment? And uh, really, the answer is uh, not really. I, I got nothing really to, to talk about. They're uh, selling the building I'm living in, so people are coming and going. Uh, they're showing the apartment, and uh, you know my my place is like a wrestling memorabilia shop. So every time people walk in here, they're they're a little between concerned and uh, amused, uh, which is always a good time. 
But, uh, yeah, so Saturday night I went down to Marion Catholic High School where they are booking some of the best wrestling in the world and definitely on the independent scene, uh, some like of the better shows. Off at the show, huh? Oh, yeah, he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Clark uh, Lawrence has returned to the program. We Good to have you back here. We've restarted the Facebook Live, and, and all should be fixed. Hopefully I'm not sideways on your phones, on your faces, but we may have lost a couple, a couple of viewers, a couple of listeners. But you've been playing to the blog talk crowd the whole time. Why didn't you just why didn't you just flip the camera? It doesn't work like that, Al. Why didn't you just flip the camera? I understand how simple it, it should be, but it wasn't that simple, all right? I don't know. Oh. It seems pretty simple to me. You just turn the camera sideways. I feel like our dads with apps are like the Democrats out in Iowa, you know? Like we just Yeah, can't get anything right. You can't you're not getting it right. Well, it's I'm always getting it right, Clark. I am one hundred percent right. When they say who's right. right, they go Al Archer. You look it up in the dictionary, I'm right there. Yeah, it looks perfect. It looks perfect. We're on, baby. Well, they had a... Well, it's good. Thank you. Hey, all right. I so, uh... Yeah, yeah. I, I, if, I play, if I play from one source, you get it. If I, if I play from the computer, you don't. See? Okay. I got you. Yeah. Well, anyways, you know, dad stuff, uh, stuff you, you, you can't, uh, you can't uh, figure out uh, that should be simple, you know, like uh, flipping the camera sideways. Yeah, so, I agree. Hey, give us a call if you want to join in, uh, 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834, or type uh, a message to us. Leave a comment on the Facebook Live. Tweet us, at Larcher Lawrenson. Tweet him, at Larcher Than Life. We're going to talk a little bit about Warrior Wrestling, and if you want to check out his Instagram feed, at Larcher Than Life, check that out. There's some awesome uh, photo ops with quite a few great wrestlers. Now, it looked like now, a that, damn fine time out at Marion Catholic. D- does that annoy people? Like, I feel like some people get annoyed you that like, uh, you, you post a bunch of pictures at once on Instagram. I was annoyed with uh, your Facebook because uh, you – just one little thing. It's a minor thing, but I loved seeing all the pictures and everything. This is just one minor constructive criticism. Just, uh, I'm just one. It's one man's opinion, folks. This is just one man's opinion. Take it. To all right, Jim name. Ross, just get to the damn opinion. Maybe you could. Maybe your comments. You didn't have to comment who it was. You could have left that in the description of the photo. Well, you put it under the comments instead. Maybe. maybe Why was that a big deal? It. It's not a big deal. Why was deal. that? It's, I don't know. I. It was just something I noticed. I, I I was high and I was uploading pictures and I couldn't figure it out. Does that, oh. does that satisfy your uh, answers? Yeah, that's great, Al. Like that's great. I was just talking, just two guys talking a little bit you're, here. You're very Jim Ross right now. Like you're even upset with the answer. I give you an answer and you're like, oh, yeah, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I said it. You folks exactly want what I did. Sauce? Who wants barbecue sauce? I got barbecue sauce. <clears throat> you know, I tried his barbecue sauce and it's um. It's very sugary, you know. It's it's like a sugar base, but it's good. I actually enjoyed right. it. I would buy it again. My guy Nate, who moved from Chicago out to one of the Carolinas, I think North Raleigh, Raleigh. He uh he said he had it as a barbecue sauce connoisseur. He he says he enjoys it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. That's great I thought it, I thought it would suck, but it didn't. It was good. Well, that's wonderful. I'm glad to hear it, my friend. I also bet on some XFL this weekend. We can get into that. I, uh, it took me about six hours of using a pencil and paper 
and a dry erase board to to put my teams together. And uh, I don't know if I'll be going through that process again. I guess I have to because I bought information. You know, I got I got the intel. Right. So yeah. now now I'm kind of uh, trapped into doing the work every week. But man, it was a lot of work. And at the end of the day, I uh, well by by the end of Saturday because I nailed the defense. I had eighty percent on Seattle yeah. Dragons, and they put up like twenty two points. And it seems like, you know, there's only eight teams, and once a week one defense puts up about 22 points, and it's a key to winning. Um, so I had that coming out of uh, Saturday. And my my, my uh, quarterback, uh, well, they were both running on uh, on Sunday. They uh, uh, Paul Walker, who's uh, uh, very impressive out there with the Houston uh, Roughnecks. And uh, uh, he was playing against my other guy, uh, Jay uh, Tamu, uh, who I believe is a Samoan fella with the okay. uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. And uh, I went contrarian. I went with uh, a little more of uh, uh, Tom Ooh because he's, uh, you know, I figured less ownership. Everyone knows Walker's the only real quarterback in that league. So, you know, the guy might even be better than Mitch Trubinsky. They should get Trubinsky down there. I want to see how he's doing the XFL. Well, and Paul- he's going to be on the on the expansion Chicago team. Or maybe there won't be a Chicago team. Maybe he'll be on the, on the expansion uh Northbrook team. Who knows? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, where, where does uh, X, where does uh, AEW run out of? Uh, Schomburg or uh, Hoffman Estates? Hoffman Estates. Well, no, they have a show here coming up this weekend on the 22nd. Oh, uh, this weekend. Wow. Yeah. They're at, what's it called? Isn't it February 22nd? Yeah, it sounds the right. The auto show must be done, right? Because it's C2E2, right? Yeah. Isn't that the robot from uh, Star Trek? Yeah, I think so. Um, no, it's the you know the Comic Con, the Chicago Comic Con down there at McCormick Place, named after Robert have ever, McCormick. Have you ever have you ever been to uh, the Comic Con? No, I have not, and I'm pretty sure you went once. I went once. It's very interesting. There's a lot of uh, of uh, I guess you'd call them nerds running around yeah. in uh, in uh, superhero costumes and kind of uh, fun. Different, Different movies and stuff, and uh, man, there are some there are some beautiful girls uh, dressed up in some uh, some cool costumes from uh, you know you live out your fantasies in movies. But you know what they do, Clark? And this is pretty smart because of the the, the clientele going in there. They have poster boards everywhere. Uh, don't touch the ladies. Oh really? Yeah, everywhere. You, you look remind, everywhere. There's a big they have sign. To remind you know, you not to sexually assault someone. Yeah, and uh, okay. don't take pictures unless you ask. Okay, hang on. The The party begins in 10 days, 4 hours, and 49 minutes. So it's not this coming weekend, right? Well, 10 days, yeah, would be... Uh, That's what their website well, said. That'd be like Thursday, to... Clark. That doesn't make any sense. Comic-Con. C2E2. Maybe it kicks off? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I can't figure it out. Maybe I'm I not going, so... I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Although, if it's cheaper than renting the thing... I might try to angle to go. It was a Saturday night. Yeah, it's a Saturday night. Uh, okay, February 29th. I had the date wrong. Yeah. Time. Yep, I might end up just uh, taking the taking the train down, maybe the red line, get off at Roosevelt and walk it, or there's a green line stop that's close. And, uh, what if I got a ticket for 30 bucks? The thing costs 50 Do to watch it. at home. Do it. Then you should go, man. All right, we'll see. Take uh, take one of the kids. All right, maybe I will. Do it. 
Hey, how did the uh, how did today's showing go? Did they see the wrestling gear and get and get scared off? No, they were they, like, "Hey, man, that's some you got some cool stuff in there, man." Really? So yeah, we we're like, "Thanks, man." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, a, a lifetime of collecting." Yeah, that's rad. Nice. They get to see that you're a good guy. If they want to buy the building, you come with it. You pay rent. Oh yeah, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Like, uh, Let's see. Carl Urban of the boys, Star Trek and Thor. Jim Lee's going to be there. This is all C2E2 coming up uh, February 28th through March 1st at the South Building of McCormick Place. Now, if you could go and you were one of these uh, nerdy people who wouldn't wouldn't touch anybody without permission, uh, what would you dress thank as? Thank goodness the signs are there. I would never have known. What would you what? dress as? Oh. Um, I don't know. My go-to, um, I, I'd probably go Walking Dead. I think that's the nerdiest that I go. All right. And maybe they're not even welcome there anymore because the show's been on for ten years. No, no, no. Anything's fine. It's not very larger. Yeah, yeah. The Captain Kirk, the yeah. only captain. Michael Cho, DC and Marvel cover artist. Oh, Max I don't want to miss Mike Cho. Punch Men. Do you know? Do you know these guys? No, Pickle, you know I don't. I'll, I'll, Pickle, Jim David. Who? I, I know I football. Know I know wrestling. David. Oh, there's George Takai. Hey now. I know him. Oh my. Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh my. That's about it. Terry Brooks, Laura Bailey, Stephen Amell. I know him, the wrestler. Come on. Here oh yeah, go. good wrestler. All right. So that's next week. The car show must be wrapping up like this week. Yeah, yeah, they, they, the the cars, they get the cars out of there, and then they bring the nerds in. It's kind of a, it's kind of a fun thing. Is that the is that the car driving away? Yeah, that's the, the auto show packing them and leaving, and then uh, mm-hmm. in come the uh, in come the nerds. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, well, I I don't know. It, well, we we might as well start with you because. Uh, I feel like if I talk Warrior Wrestling, it's going to go on and on for, for a while. So we, we we should probably get some of the other stuff out of the way first. Uh, well, I, now, I understand you got a fake uh, basketball team, and yeah, you I've went and followed, attended one of their shows. I've followed the Michigan Wolverines men's basketball team since uh, the Fab Five, since I was a kid, Al, so there's nothing fake about it. i got a nephew who's a fan. My sister was a fan when we were growing up. Uh, and they played at Northwestern. Uh, of course, you know from the billboards, they're Chicago's Big Ten team. Although there were 70% Michigan fans at the game. Oh. Yeah. It was a big, big snowstorm that happened Wednesday. And it kind of didn't happen until, like, we didn't get hardly any snow until after 2 a.m. But we had been worried about it. Like, I drove out to pick up my dad. The girls and I went out there. Drove in. What I will say about the new Welsh Ryan Arena, Al, they just redid the place, uh, the home of the men's basketball team. They spent a year playing out at the Rosemont Horizon last year after DePaul moved to Wintrust, uh, and they redid their stadium. It's a pretty small stadium. It holds just over 7,000 people. Very intimate, mm. very awesome. Uh, the, it was great because uh, we, we needed some handicapped parking just because it was close. I'm trying to like not, not make sure that my father's not walking all of too far. I um, love it! <laughs> and, uh, Great, great place to park. We walked in. I mean, we were probably 50 feet, 50, yeah, 20 yards maybe, 30 yards from uh, from the uh, the entrance. They had elevators to get to the second level. And even when you have seats in the second level, like the last seats, it's such a small arena, you still feel like you're 
you're pretty much on top of the action. It was a great play. Awkward. Michigan got, Michigan got off to a really cold start. They missed like their first, I don't know, five, six shot. They didn't score. They didn't score for the first five minutes. That's what it sounded like. Um, but then they won by like 20 points. Um, Juwan Howard, of course, who played on the Fab Five, is coaching them. Uh, and I think they're in good hands with him. He's talked a lot about his Chicago upbringing. He went to Chicago Vocational. Uh, I believe is what it was, vocational high school here in town uh, before the Fab Five. And uh, he spent a lot of time uh, coaching since he retired from the NBA. And he seems to be the guy. We'll see. I don't know. They they have the former player Jim Harbaugh over there on the football side. And that's just up and down. Yeah. Uh, But the basketball thing looks pretty good. I like that stadium. I I encourage you, if you want to catch a a, uh, Big Ten Division I basketball game, go, go catch a game up there. Um, For sure. Yeah, it was a good time. The next time I go to a uh, Big Ten basketball game, I think I'll go there. All right. Very nice people. A lot like uh, I've been to Blackhawks games down in Nashville. Everybody who works there is all very welcoming. Come on in, y'all. It was pretty much just like that here. Uh, A little less y'all. That's annoying. Just leave me alone. Let me me scan my ticket and get away from me. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. uh, you went over to, what is it, Melrose Park, near suburbs, and went and found Melrose. yourself? I went to Chicago Heights, the heights, oh, the the, actual, the peak of Chicago, Clark. What was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Mary Catholic. Beautiful school, wonderful wrestling organization, uh, tremendous atmosphere. It's just a, a, just a, a wonderful time. Just all around, like you, you, uh, because people are uh, creatures of habit. You know, you you go there, and I sat next to the same people I sat to last time. Now, if you remember last time, I complained about them, but this time I was all right. They, you know, they're, they're, they're my buddies now, and then Wait, some the other guys. Yeah, same people. Like I sat yeah. in the exact same sat I sat in last time, and okay. uh, the kids sat in the, the kids next to me sat in the same seats they sat in. And then some, uh, there was an old guy, uh, like a seat, uh, one seat next to me, he, he, which made me feel younger, which was nice. So I'm not the creepy old guy there. He was. And uh, <clears throat> so there was a seat open next to me, and some, uh, some kid named Charlie came and sat down, and it was his first Warrior show. So we got talking. He ended up giving me a little uh, keychain thing that he bought so he could get a picture with uh, one of the wrestlers. He's like, uh, he's like, I don't want, like, I don't want this. Uh, you, you know, why don't you take it? I'm like, all right, thanks, buddy. Yeah. So, you okay. know, it's just a fun, way, welcoming atmosphere. Uh, you know, uh, of uh, people who want to watch wrestling. And uh, I, I went to the uh, pre-show, um, the VIP, where you get, we get to do the meet and greets. And uh, boy, I tell you what, like, um, nothing's creepier than being like a the the forty year old guy getting pictures with the women, like. Uh, and then the other problem is, so I made the mistake. I have a nice because camera. I have women are like twenty years old, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, they're very young. They're very young, and yeah, there's usually not a line to see them, which I found kind of uh, shocking. You know, I thought Tessa Blanchard would have a long line. No, yeah, walk right too. up to her. I'll be done. Walk right. And, and Kylie Ray, she's not that big there. No, I mean, like they they consistently had people walking up to them, but there were no lines. The only, the, actually, the only line was Bubba, and okay. uh, so yeah. So I went. And uh, had, I, the VIP fan fest got you everybody for the same price, so you're going up to everybody. 
Yeah, it's a hundred bucks, and then everybody's in a gymnasium at card tables. You just kind of you walk up to people, you say hi, you know. Oh, do you speak English? You know, you do a lot of that. And they're like, see, see, man. Okay. Uh, I'll see, man. Probably not uh, the best choice of words there, but um, yeah, they they they, they you know because there's uh, there's guys from Japan there, there's there's guys from uh, Mexico, you know the the luchas are there. I mean, they're bringing in top flight talent. It's not uh, uh, these aren't the bums. They, these are you know world travelers. Uh, Ren Narita, um, well, one of the uh, young lions from uh, New Japan was there. Daga from uh, from Mexico. Um, the Space Pirates from space, you know. Uh-oh. Frank space the Clown Pirates from Chicago. Chicago. Space Pirates. But the monkey was uh, the monkey was Clown's injured. Not from Chicago, is he? Who? Frank the Clown. Yeah, the Clown. He's from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a local kid. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I went before. I, I met a bunch of people, but one I made the mistake. So I got this nice camera, and usually I get the pictures on the phone. I'm like, well, I'm gonna bring my nice camera, which is a right. whole thing all week because I I haven't taken the memory card out of that camera in like seven years. Like there's pictures from Tokyo. There's pictures from my job from when I was at the cemetery on there. Wow. And I lost the cord to transfer. The memory card from the memory card to from the from the camera to the computer. So all week on Amazon, I've been ordering wires, and, and none of them work. None of them mm-hmm. work. So so finally, I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I bought a new memory card. I'm like, well, I'll just have a fresh memory card when I go in. So I go there and I take all the pictures, and I come back. I'm like, well, I want to put them on the computer now. What am I gonna do? So I was watching, um, you know, one of those YouTube uh, videos, you know, where some guy from India is like, what do you need to do is this. And I, I listen to him, and it turns out the damn laptop has a slot you just plug the memory card in. There you go. So you could have so, done that right from the beginning. Yeah, for years I could have done that. I had no idea. You know, it's, uh, again, old man stuff. So figured that out. But anyways, uh, uh, the problem with it is – You know what you can get? You can buy a Wi-Fi memory card too and just never yeah, take it out of the camera. Yeah, I don't need – that's just too much. So uh, – so, anyways, I, I was meeting all these people. Now, in order in, with my camera, if you tap the button to take a picture, it sets the focus. If you hold the picture, it it takes the picture. If you hold the button, it takes the picture. Now, I was getting, I was getting a couple of uh, uh, pictures. That, you know, you're not really good with the sound effects. I'm just telling you right now. You, you need to practice. Sit around with Hazel, and when she's talking, okay. you play the sound effects until you learn. You're just not a pro at it. So, anyways, I always had to depend on whoever was behind me in line. And in some cases, there was nobody behind me. So I would have to, like, hey, buddy, walking by, would you mind taking this picture? And I couldn't explain how to use the camera. So there was this guy, Warlord, or, uh, yeah, Warhorse. He was the metal guy. And, uh, he goes, hey, buddy, you know, uh, if they don't push that button all the way, they're not taking the picture. You should definitely be checking that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah man, you know, you're right. And I look, and I start looking back, and sure enough, uh, I've taken pictures with guys, and now now i got to go back and be like like Big Swall. Like I, I took a picture with Big Swall, and, yeah. uh, who, who was featured was last week on AEW. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was she, she kind she, about it? I came back, and I took a second picture, and I'm like, hey, hey, I'm sorry. I, I know I took a picture of you before, but uh, – the, 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 these idiots don't know how to work cameras, so she's like, "Oh, it's fine." Did you throw the people under the bus? Of course. Well, and then I get back, I get back home, and I and like my picture, 
my picture with Britt Baker uh, is um, the, it looks like we're standing four miles apart. Like the camera guy's yeah. uh, taking a picture from across the street. My yep. picture with Tessa Blanchard's blurry. Like it, it was a mess. I should have just used the iPhone and kept it simple. So, anyways, the show next starts. Time, next time, buy me a ticket. I'll come and I'll be your camera guy. Right. Exactly. That's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can buy a ticket and then you can be my camera guy. I like that. So the show, uh, the show had uh, Frank the Clown managing uh, Robert Ego Anthony against uh, Warhorse. Now Warhorse, he kind of looks like the Ultimate Warrior, but uh, before steroids, and he's uh-huh. got the he's got the makeup on like it, and uh, he's a heavy metal guy. And uh, Robert Ethan Anthony, you know, uh, was putting his head into the the ropes, into the turnbuckles, bashing his head in, and he stopped, and then he started doing it himself and started headbanging and. A lot of fun. Uh, Robert Eagle Anthony won. Now, there were two um, people missing from the uh, uh, the final match, the world title match, the okay. War of Attrition, you know, with the eight men in it. So at the end of the match, Robert Eagle Anthony announces that Frank the Clown will be taking uh, one of the spots. So, of oh. course, the crowd, the crowd was outraged, you know? Pissed that uh, Frank the Clown's in it? Yeah. So then you had uh, Cavernero... Who uh, these are the luchadors versus uh, uh, Templero? Now uh, Templero's got kind of a um, uh, crusader kind of uh, Illuminati type look uh, with the mask, and Cave uh, Cavernero dresses like uh, Bam Bam from um, uh, the Flintstones. So yep. these two got they, they, these two went at it lucha style, very good. You know, it, it's all, it's always cool to see like um, real lucha wrestling, like guys who are known in Mexico come to the United States. And uh, work their dance, and they, they do a great job with it. So then we get into the tag team titles. The North are taking on the Space Pirates. Now, the monkey of the Space Pirates uh, had a broken leg. And now the monkey doesn't talk. He, he usually grabs the microphone and he just makes monkey noises. Uh-huh. Well, this time he had a special collar, and when they turned the collar on, he was able to speak. It, it translated oh, his voice in English. That, so he, that he, he, he explained. Yeah, so he explained what happened uh, with his foot and. Uh, Somebody else was taking his place. Now, uh, the North, uh, they're really good. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. He, he reminds me of you if you were a wrestler. I mean, he's a dad, you know. He's a Canadian oh. guy. Um, uh, Ethan good. Page. And uh, uh, Ethan Page is just really talented, and his partner's uh, doing all the work out there. But, you know, Ethan Page talks to the crowd, and he's a lot of fun. Good times. Then Jonathan mm-hmm. Grisham, the human octopus, went up against uh, Daga. Uh, a great uh, luchador wrestler, and did he, the, uh, did he wear that white mask with the uh, tentacles hanging from it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he came to the ring with the weird mask on. Now I met him before the show. I didn't realize he's five foot five. You know, very small man. Really, little feller. Did he, uh, was tiny he wearing guy. a mask? If, if I looked at pictures, is he wearing the mask? No, he's not, he doesn't wear them. No, he wasn't wearing the mask. So um, is he? Anyways, is he in there? He, did he? Did you label it? He's a technical uh, wizard, and he went in there and he he worked his magic. Uh, it was great seeing him; very talented. Okay. Then you had the oh, veteran yeah. Alex you're, Shelley. You're yep. a lot taller than him in your picture. You got those bleachers in the background there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely okay. height difference. I mean, mm-hmm. he's definitely he. You know, when you see him on TV, he just seems bigger, um, which you know the camera does sometimes. What do you uh, say? He's you, like five four, five three. I'd say he's five five. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Good day. It looks like he's built like a son of a bitch, though. Kind of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I took a picture with uh, Brian Cage. You know, we're both body guys, so you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I show sure. off some muscle there. Uh, Alex Shelley, the veteran of uh, of, of the independence, seemingly forever, uh, went up against uh, the rookie from uh, New Japan, uh, who's out here on his exter- his excursion to the United States. You know, he's been released from not released, but he's been sent from uh, Japan to get his experience in America. Oh, Ren Narita. Okay. The young lion uh, from uh, New Japan. He um. He's uh he's his exter- his excursion is through the United States, so he's gonna learn in America, and uh, much like Okada, and uh, he's he's a member now of the L.A. Dojo out of L.A. Um, but he before the show I saw him with Lance Archer, and uh, he just got there, and Arch, you know you could tell he's like kind of like well why am I here you know like not not in a bad way but in a way like no one's gonna want to talk to me, uh, no one knows who I am. And uh, Lance is like, no, don't worry about it. Just, just stand here. You'll be fine. And sure enough, people started coming up to him. And uh, you know, he started. You, you can tell, like, he, I, I think I was the first one to get a picture with him. And he, he, which we, did, he was a guy ghost pictured. I had to go back to. Uh, but oh, really? He, he, he like took a, you know, his picture with like his hands down. And then like he suddenly realized, oh, I should do a pose. And then you know, for the rest of the day, he had his pose going. And oh, that's um, awesome. All right, did he? Um... Did did he understand you that you you had to take the picture again, or did you just roll with it? Like here, I'm back. What's up? I did. I'm like, hey man, I got to get another picture. You know, I didn't take the first time. You know, I don't know if he understood me, and I think he does. My guess yeah. is they send him to America. You know, uh, knowing probably knowing. Point. Yeah, in Japan, it's pretty common to learn English. So, yeah. uh, so anyways, yeah. he he fought the veteran Alex Shelley. Of course, Shelley wins. You taught him how to pose. No, no, he knew how to pose. He just remembered the poster. But you reminded him to pose. It's kind of like you you were the first one to chant Rocky Sucks. He started that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now he knows how to pose for pictures, remembers. Good job. You're doing you're doing good work out there. Well, I'm a professional. I'm a pro fan. I, I know. So, so Shelly wins the match. He helps uh, Narita up at the end. And uh, Narita, the crowd was really behind both these guys. And uh, there was a loud chance for Narita. Uh, throughout the match, and at the end of the match, he got a please come back chance, and you could tell he was moved. Like, he didn't think anyone oh, would know him, great. but everybody that's knew great, him. That's great, man. He won the crowd. That's fantastic. He didn't even win the crowd. I mean, the crowd already knew him and was behind him, you know, that, which was cool. It just shows how much the world has shrunk because, you know, even five, six years ago, people weren't watching New Japan, and, like, these Japanese guys would come, and he'd just be the Japanese kid with the weird black tights on, and no one would know who the hell he was. Whereas now, you know, they see him on TV. People know they they understand. They understand the man. They get him. So, the man with the plan. I think he's going to be a big star. It's I nice that we're disconnected. Twenty two, uh, twenty two years old. He's only going to get better. So now the ladies came out. You know, you had the uh, the women's uh, world title match. The defending champion Tessa Blanchard going up against seven other opponents. Uh, Ray Lynn. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, Kylie Ray, Big Swole, um, Tasha Steeles, Madison Rain, and Dr. Britt Baker. And, uh, yeah, all the ladies came out. And, you know, every time I picked up my camera and pointed it at the ring, I swear to God, it, like, landed on somebody's butt. And I, was, and I didn't want to be that guy just, you know, I didn't want to be the guy taking butt pictures. Like, that's right. just creepy. So, like, you know, I, I would zoom back and, like, try to make sure to get the whole shot in. Then finally there was one. I put I just put the camera up, and it was, like, right there. And, like, she was standing there. I'm like, well, this is my audition for WWE's uh, camera crew. 
because that seems to be go. the only shot they know how to make. Uh, did you did what, you play any of those, or did you put any of those out there anywhere? I Can haven't. Yet, no. Okay. No. No. Right. I the, the exposure wasn't right on my camera, so it was. Uh, I, I got to figure that out. Um, I got some cool shots, but they're they're the, they're the continuous action shots. You know what I mean? Like where it takes like thirty pictures in a row. Yeah. So you can go frame by frame, and you can see the movement, but um, they they have like a blur to them, like a graininess. So I'll put them out there, but uh, they're not the best. Uh, but yeah, the ladies are really good. Kylie Ray is very fun. You know, she's always got the smile going. Yeah. Uh, Big Swole is very intimidating. Saw her, I liked seeing her in AEW for the short time she was there. Yeah. Well, uh, Big Swole, when they introduced her, they introduced her as the the woman who took Kylie Ray's spot in AEW. No. Wow. Yeah, they're like right. from Kylie Ray's roster spot in AEW, Big Swole. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, uh, that was a little mean, but uh, and you know Kylie just kind of she's smiling like yeah, you know she plays and her you character really Britt well. Baker in there. Yeah, yeah, there was some Britt Baker, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Tessa, and the way the matches work is they randomly put four people against four people, and those teams uh, wrestle each other. And then one team gets eliminated, and whoever gets the pin on the winning team picks their tag team partner from the four left, uh, you know, who are on the same team. So then it goes two to two, and then one of those tag teams is eliminated, and it's one-on-one. Winner, of course, becomes the uh, the champion. And I believe right. it, I, I, it, it came down to Tessa Blanchard and uh, I want to say Tyra Valkyrie at the end of the okay. day, which makes sense. I believe they're both impact wrestlers, so, uh, you know, they were keeping it in-house. Uh, with people they okay. knew, and uh, yeah. uh, Tessa Tessa retained, so she's still the Warrior Women's Champion. Um, so she's so, the Impact Champion. Yeah, Impact World Impact Champion. World champion. Warrior Women's Champion. Women's Champion. Multi belt. That's fantastic. It, it That's is cool. amazing. You enjoyed the match. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match. It was fun. Um, it's amazing how you forget they're women because they're on TV and they're wrestlers. Um, and then when like you go to the meet and greet, and you just realize how small they are because I mean they're women, you know they're in amazing physical condition, um, but you know they're 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 small they're small, and uh, <laughs> you know I mean uh, uh, you know standing next to Britt Baker, I felt like a you know a four hundred pound monster, um, no. but uh, yeah yeah I was standing next to Britt and I'm like you know hey uh, you know I uh, I appreciate your work not only as a wrestler but as a dentist. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I listen to the program, and that Clark Lawrence needs to go back to working at the pizza kitchen. True, true. Although and I just, no I just, city anymore. I mouthed, what the hell? And uh, then she just kept ripping you. So I, I don't know. Britt Baker does not like you, Clark. Britt, listen, hey, I don't understand what I did to you, young lady. Young lady, can I say that? Is that is that putting her down? But uh, no, I, I have mean, some she's pretty young. Work that I could use getting done, and I'd prefer if we got along here, and then. Maybe you could cut me a deal. When you took yeah. the picture with her at Warrior Wrestling, did did you guys like take five steps back? Like, oh, we're we're way too close. Let's take twenty steps back. No, I mean I don't know what I asked. I asked the dude to take the picture, and I swear he must have ran to the other side of the arena to take it. I, I don't remember it. Uh, what happened? Or the guy simply didn't realize there was a zoom, or he could step forward. But my God, man, it's like a like a mile apart. Your picture with Tessa Blanchard, very do blurry. Hand, do you have your hand up to your head? 
No, like I can't. I don't. I can't even figure out what's going on in that picture. What's going on there? She has like her hand on your shoulder, and you guys, and you can see these on at Larcher Than Life or uh, Al Larcher's Facebook page, at Larcher Than Life on Instagram for some of these pictures. I know I put my hand behind her, behind her back, you know, uh, without well, touching. You moving, know, maybe you're going to put it behind the back because it caught you, like with it behind your head, kind of. It looks like. Yeah, yeah. Like I went to do. I I went to do something because I remember I accidentally. That's somebody behind you. I don't. Even I think it. I think it's somebody behind me. Um, okay. I remember I accidentally touched her hair, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of creepy." Um, so <laughs> there's something to like trying to your best not to be creepy. That you're just yeah. like, I can't. I can't talk to her. I can't like. I'm when you talk to her, you want to look away from her, but then that's creepy. Like, yeah, it's definitely somebody. Go ahead. You know, I think that's Brian Cage's arm. It, it's there's definitely somebody behind me, and it does. It looks like I'm putting my hand, like I'm posing with my hand behind, like it all that's blurry. Like you're posing with your hand behind your head. Yeah. Thank sorry. God she's, thank God she's champion, and none of the big companies are going to hire her because of her uh, backstage stuff. So I can get a picture next time she's in town. Uh, there you go. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll bring a real cameraman with me. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Anyways, the women's match was very good. Tessa wins at the end. Uh, then you get to the big one, Bully Ray versus uh, Brian Pillman. And, you know, they, they promoted this really well through the Internet. And Bubba got to the ring, and he gets on the mic, and he's like, um, listen, you, 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 when this thing was first signed, I said I wanted, well, it's a good uh, nostalgic match. I'm just going to wrestle Brian Pillman's kid. Fine, I'll do it. But then right. you started running your mouth on Twitter, and uh, I said, no, what these people want is a certain kind of fight. And we're in a certain city, so why don't we have a Chicago street fight? Boom. So, so, so boom, they went at it, and they started out hot, swinging, and uh, uh, Brian Pillman must have clipped Bubba's nose because he had some uh, blood coming from it there. And, uh, you know, they had a good match, and, uh, you know, Bubba eventually puts him through a table. Then after the match, he's like, uh, all right, kid. He gets on the mic. He's like, all right, kid, if you could stand up, I'll shake your hand. And uh, so he starts standing up, and uh, I yell, don't trust him. And he turns around, and he points at me. He goes, did you hear what that guy said? Don't trust me. And then I go, he lies. And he goes, yeah, you hear him? He lies. That's right, I lie. That's why I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two-time Hall of Famer. That's why I'm a six-time world champion. That's why I have a radio show. He like, starts plugging all his shit. And, uh, and, then, uh, and then he shakes hands with Pillman. It was a nice moment. Nice uh, to the see rat you there, Larker. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Thank I, you. I, I went some compliments here, but that's a hell of a good job, my friend. I went back and uh, I watched the show from uh, the broadcast, and you can't hear me say "Don't trust him," but you do hear me say, "You hear me yell, he lies." Oh, so that was, that was fun. We got we got to get that drop. <laughs> yeah, we get that. He lies. Yeah, uh, so the ra- the rascals of impact, and uh, these kids, man, they're really good. There are three some out of uh, Impact Wrestling, really young kids. I, I haven't looked up their age, but they, they got to be early twenties. They come to the ring. They wear jackets that say four twenty. You know, the ras- they're the Rascals because I think C A L. Uh, they're sure. from Cali. They're from California. Uh-huh. They're like California potheads. That's their gimmick, and they do that yeah. weird thing where they put their uh, fingers under their chin and wave. Um, that all the kids What's do that nowadays. Thing? I don't know. The Whoa. kids do it. I see. I see in that the, the kids. 
The yeah. kids do it to tr- me at Trader Tide sometimes. They'll, they'll give me the do little. They? I don't know what that. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. You ever do it back trying to stay, trying to be hip, yeah. trying to be cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, it's, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm sure that works. So the Rascals uh, went up against the Strong Hearts out of Japan, who are uh, really good. And the Rascals are really good. And it was probably the match of the night. You know, if you if you just want fun, good wrestling, strong style uh, chops and hits mixed with flippy floppy, that that that's what they gave you. And it was a quality quality wrestling. So then you get to the main event for the world title, and Brian Cage, his arms busted up. He, he tore his muscle off the bone. He can't he can't wrestle. So. They announced one of the replacements. Alex Zane was hurt, so they replaced him with uh, Frank the Clown. Yeah. And then, uh, then they were going for the last guy. And I yelled, I yelled at some point. I'm like, pick me! And all of a sudden, uh, Brian Cage, like, it's like a couple minutes later, he's like, all right, and we're gonna, we're bringing out the, uh, you know, the rookie of the year. He's had a great year. And then he points at me and yells something. And the entire every wrestler in the ring turns and looks at me. And everyone yeah. in the crowd goes, what did he just say? I go, I don't know. So I went back and watched it. I still don't know what the hell he said. Um, was he saying it into the microphone? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, was, it was, wasn't loud enough. Um, but all the wrestlers knew he was talking about you. Like, yeah, well, he, like, turned pointed at me. Big? It might have been, like, uh, you know, the, the PW Wrestler of the Year, this guy in the front row. It might have been that, you know. But I don't know. Okay. So... So, anyways, I had my little moment there. That was fun. And then he brought out Brian Pillman. Uh-huh. So, then they split up the teams. And, you know, uh, you know, uh, Lance Archer, everybody wants to be on Lance Archer's team because he's, he's a massive man. Um, Andrew, Evett, Andrew Everett is a guy who's about 5'7", but he plays like he's a 7-foot something. You know, okay. he comes out. He's, he dresses like a giant. He does all the giant moves and stuff. Uh, okay. But he's actually a small guy. Um, Sam Adonis was in there, uh, Michael Elgin. Anyway, so they split the teams up, and Frank the Clown ends up on Lance Archer's team. And Lance Archer just grabs him, and he's like, shut up. And then uh, they go to start the match, and Lance Archer's out there, and he wants, you know, he's ready to start. And uh, Frank the Clown keeps coming in the ring. And finally, he just grabs Frank the Clown and, like, boots him in the head and kicks him out of the ring. And so they're down a guy. Did the crowd like that? Yeah, yeah, it was funny because, you know, Frank, the whole match, I don't think Frank the Clown's really a trained wrestler. I'm I'm, I'm sure he's kind of like right. me, kind of the training I got, where I know how to bump. Like, we, you, you learn how to bump yeah. as as a manager if you want to be, uh, if you want to be kind of a, just something that's involved in the ring, but not necessarily, you don't need offense. Right. Uh, so, so, yeah, so he was in way over his head. So they just basically, you know, kicked him in the head, and then he was out on the side the whole time doing yeah. the Roman Reigns yeah, sleeping. Uh-huh. And then there was there was a point where he started getting up, and Lance Archer walked over and like started beating on him again, and made sure he stayed down. But th- that team ends up losing. Anyways, it, co- it 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 comes down to Michael Elgin ends up not taking. Um, Michael Elgin ends up w- getting the pin for his team. So Lance Archer, Black Torres out of Mexico, uh, Frank the Clown, and I think okay. Andrew Everett, they all get eliminated. So now there's the tag match. And Elgin doesn't pick Pillman. He picks somebody else. And uh, that somebody else ends up taking the pin. And uh, so it comes down to uh, uh, Sam Adonis, who said I had messy hair, by the way. I was very insulted what? by that. What? Yeah. What was he speaking he, for? I don't even know. Like, I didn't yell anything at him. He was just, like, on the ropes, and he turns, and he looks at me, and he goes, you know, you have really messy hair. 
And I was like, yeah, not cool, man. Hey, man. So, yeah. Okay. This Sam Adonis is a good wrestler, though. He's fun. So, so Sam Adonis and uh, Brian Pillman, it comes down to. And uh, Brian Pillman ends up winning, and he gets the world title. And uh, wow. now Brian Pillman, I believe that's his first world title in wrestling. And it was a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. So, do you feel uh, – did, did you see that coming? Were you, are you happy with that outcome of, of, of him getting the, the strap there? Well, the kid next to me called that. He's like, oh, Brian Pillman is going to be the mystery guy, and he's going to he's gonna win it. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, Brian Pillman's still young. You know, he did. they, they didn't uh, miss a spot where they were going to do, like, a top rope suplex, and yeah. it didn't happen, and they both fell, and, like, it could have been ugly. But, you know, Brian Pillman's still, still – he's green. He's still green. Like, he's going to be a, a tremendous wrestler. He has the charisma. He, everyone absolutely gets behind him. You know, he does some of his dad's spots, and uh, yeah, people people uh, people like him, and I think he's if he continues on this, he's going to be absolutely uh, unstoppable. So um, uh, I like it. I can't wait to see who he defends his title up against at Warrior Wrestling Nine. They haven't announced anything yet, but I'm hoping within the next uh, couple of weeks we start hearing about Warrior Nine and uh, see who uh, Tessa is going to be involved with and who. Uh, who uh, uh, Pillman goes up against. Um, you know, I think this is probably the last time we're going to see Lance Archer. It looks like he's going to be signing with either AEW, Impact, or WWE. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Um, Michael Elgin, I think uh, we'll probably see Elgin again. It might be a one-on-one versus Elgin. Um, yeah. oh, Pillman versus Adonis, they could, they could go back to that. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. I hope they bring the rascals back. Um, and uh, I, I'm curious when to see what legends they bring. They do it once a month? I don't know. I feel like the last one was right before Christmas, so that was December. There was nothing in January, and then we got February. So it was about uh, two months, every two months. So we're looking at maybe April around Mania for the next yeah. one. What do you know about what your guy Billy Wack is up to? Have you seen much of that? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, Night of the Stars, I believe he's calling it. Um, Night of the Wrestling Stars? Night of the Wrestling Stars, yeah. And uh, he he keeps teasing it. I, you know, and uh, I've always liked Night what Billy Wack does. Wrestlers. Night of the Super Wrestlers. Night of the Super Wrestlers, yeah. Um, do, you know, does it, do you have the date on it while you're there? Sunday, May 10th at Concord Music Hall. May 10th. That's a long ways out. Um yeah, I, I'm excited. Maybe we'll have him on to uh, to uh, talk it up once there's a little more information. You don't want to have him on before he can't say anything. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right, right, right. But but once once that thing starts getting uh, um, closer, um, I'll, I'll reach out to Mr. Billy Wack yeah. and uh, who's been on the show once before, and uh, we'll see if he'll come on and uh, talk to us about what's going on with that show. And uh, yeah, yeah I'm a, I mean, he was the man behind the LWF. The Lunatic Wrestling Federation back in the uh, late '90s, and uh, that, that's where, of course, CM Punk came out of. Although right. CM Punk won't acknowledge it, I don't know why, but you know, he definitely no, he definitely was there. I, I, I witnessed it. CM Punk was one half of the, uh, the the tag team, which I never saw, but you had of the Chick Magnets. That's where the CM yeah. comes from. Him and CM Venom, and I believe that CM Venom is in on this Billy Wack project as well. I believe he is as well. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where this goes. The LWF guys, the play, the guys who, uh, yeah. 
CM Punk. That's where he started. He was with them. He was one of them. Uh, here, I haven't seen him at Concord Music Hall. Uh, he's He's got a, a promo here for it. I, I haven't seen yet. I don't know if you have either. But it's a quick one. Here you go. Billy Wack, and I am here at the Concord Music Hall, where Sunday, May 10th, Night of the Super Wrestlers, is going to be happening. And uh, I'm here with lighting director Eric Lop. Eric Lop, are you excited about Night of the Super Wrestlers coming here at the Concord Music Hall? Yes, we're going on a Sunday, so... Whoa! Everybody is excited about Night of the Super Wrestlers. Coming here to the Concord Music Hall. Well, man! Night of the Super Wrestlers. Sunday, May 10th, live from the Concord Music Hall. Rapping cable on Mother's Day is right where I want to be. Okay. Yeah, so... There it is. He's he's just teasing things. You're right. He doesn't have the info out there. Let's get him on once he can talk to us. That's a great point, sir. Thank you. Chicago, Clark. Chicago. Chicago. Concord Music Hall, Chicago. You know, Kylie Ray, uh, a very cute young lady who uh, you know, almost was in AEW but had uh, some issues there. Um, yep. She, um, she, she has a very strong Chicago accent. Does she? Yeah, she does. Um, why haven't you mentioned it just yet? But you have yet to bring up uh, you and Mr. Bully Ray or uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah, he, uh, well, he got you he, with the chair. Well, if you remember last week, you know, I said uh, 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 I was going to meet him. And you said, well, you know, don't call him by his real name. Right. So I called him by his I, I called him by his real name and he put me through a table. Mm-hmm. So my well, lawyers will be in touch, you know. Yeah, I mean, what was I gonna? What was I supposed to do? That's how it went down. Um, how did how did that meet and greet go? It went well. He's he's a you know he's a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. Like he's kind of an ass, but um, I, I he was very he was very nice meeting him. And uh, uh, I like uh, I've never been a fan of the Dudley Boys or right. you know, Bubba. Um, as a matter of fact, I've always found them kind of annoying. They just they they never work for me. I never liked the get the tables thing. I never liked the what's up. I never liked right. any of that. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've always found him to be kind of annoying. But there's no question he understands wrestling. There's no question he's a Hall of Famer. He has great ring psychology. He um, he has opinion. I'm not sure his opinions are always right, but he has strong opinions that are backed up with experience. And knowledge, and uh, I've seen him in a lot of matches. Now the guy's forty, forty-eight years old, and he's out there uh, doing things uh, I wouldn't do, you know, in the ring. I mean, his matches aren't, you know, obviously high flying or anything. It's very. Uh, if you'll notice, when wrestlers get older, Jericho is a great example of this. They move to more of a hardcore style because it seems more intense um, without actually doing much to your body. You know, it's, it's, right. it's bruises, it's bruises versus, you know, blown knees. So uh, guys, oh, prefer bruises over busting up their knees or, you know, getting thrown around a lot. They just have to basically be monsters and, you know, hit people with chairs and get hit with chairs and put people through tables. And that's what he did. Uh, but yeah, meeting him was really nice. I mean, he's a really nice guy. Like, I, I, I held, he's like, uh, you know, I went to get my book signed, you know, I have the, uh, like the uh, WWE encyclopedia. Yeah, that, that was my question for you. Uh, last week you mentioned some guys will personalize it. Was it, was he a personalizer? 
or not a personalizer? No, he he actually he does it right where he um you know uh the generic thing to do is just to sign your name. Now, if you go to an autograph show and like Joe Montana is there, generally you could purchase an autograph from Joe Montana for let's say just example, you know, two hundred dollars. Right. But right, if you right, want right. if you want Joe Montana to sign it, Joe Montana Hall of Fame, you know, uh, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's you, they usually charge a little more. And uh, you know, when Bubba signed it, he uh, he, he I haven't even looked at it yet. I, I should go get it. But he he wrote like it's like Bubba Dudley two thousand. He's like, what year did I go in the Hall of Fame? I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, we'll just put this, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, he he uh, he had fun. He kind uh, of expected that anybody who's doing the picture thing would know the year he went into the Hall of Fame, huh? I guess so. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what year I graduated high school, let alone when he went well, into the Hall of Fame. Did he upcharge you on that one, or did he just, uh, he threw that no, one? No, no. Nobody upcharges. They they all sell merch. Um, okay. You know, they'll sell shirts or something. Most did of them will, I merch? should say. I didn't know. Um, does Bubba sell merch? I I think so, but you know he he's got the long line. I he's just he just wants to sign shit and you know get done. Um, okay. He 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 didn't come off as uh uh you know none of these guys really come off like you pay that hundred dollars and they're happy to take the picture with you and they don't really sit there and uh, try to push shit. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, it was gr- it was a great show, and uh, that, of course like that led in. Signed, it looks like he signed the table that's broken. Yeah, yeah, I guess that was and, a table that was broken at uh, one of their shows. Okay, and did he do? Did everybody do this, or did some people not? Not everybody did it. No, usually the older, bigger people did it, but. Uh, <laughs> He's like, well, you want it? You want it? What do you want it? I'm like, yeah, I'm going down, buddy. Like, All yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Now, you you sold it. I'll give you that much. Great job. Good photo. That's fun, Al. I was very happy to see that pop up. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. I wasn't expecting that, and uh, it, it was fun. They, they uh, He offered that. So, yeah, good, yeah. good for Baba. I like him a lot more than I did. Check out Al's Instagram, Matt Larcher Than Life. He's got he's got those pictures there. Take a look at them. They're they're fun. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I'm interested to maybe see some of your pictures from it. I know the they might not have turned out great, but yeah, from the actual matches and such. We'll see. I'll post some for sure. Awesome. Oh boy, man, Mark Tressman is terrible. Those Tampa Bay uh, Vipers are just the uh, drizzling jets. I had that game on. They scored nine whole points this week. Yeah. Their quarterback's garbage. Yeah, that's unreal. Unreal. I saw the uh, the New York team. I think they were getting beat by D.C., the defenders. And uh, I saw where this after the fact. But their quarterback was interviewed on the sideline, and he said, we're going to have to change the offense and everything because it's not working. Yeah. The reporter then told the head coach, like after that, he said this. The quarterback ended up getting benched, based on what he had told the reporter, pretty much, which is unreal. Like that kind of thing, it's like it's a real time effect on the game and what's going to happen with some of the choices. It's, it's interesting to me a little bit here and there, but I do I would say that week two of the XFL overall for me feels like 
the excitement was down a little bit. Well, that's for you. Right, right. How did you feel it? And do you feel that you playing DraftKings helped you be into it more? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I had no – so McLowan was the quarterback, and my notes on him were he's not a runner. He has very capped ceiling, fade, don't play. Um, It's a conservative pass offense, uh, very low fantasy production, uh, good defense, low start. They play fundamentals. Um, I was very high on the running back. Or no, I wasn't. Probably probably out on him, not a great play. Uh, McKay was an interesting play. But the big one was their slot receiver, Horn, who um, okay. who had a really high A dot. Um, and a very, he had 28% of the market share from week one. And uh, his, his A dot was 11.6, where Pearson, their number two receiver, was 32. Um, but they were, they, they were looking, he had, his volume was high. He had seven targets week one for two catches. So that's a guy you see a lot of, well, well he, he has seven targets. He only got two and, and his average depth of throw was high and, um, you know, 25% of the air yards. So, um, he was a guy I put a lot of weight on, which was a mistake. Cause I don't think he did anything. I think he did like three points. Um, okay. that hurt me. That hurt me. That game probably hurt me the most. Um, I was, I mean, the team to play, the, the great offensive team is the uh, Houston, the Houston team, and uh, so it's very high on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that they they were good because that Walker's an actual quarterback. They have back there throwing, and uh, uh, he he gets stuff done. He's got to run upside. He looks downfield before he looks. Uh, to the checkdowns, he's aggressive. They have a good offensive line, and I, um, uh, I paired him with uh, Phillips. Who now this is two weeks in a row. Phillips has been the go-to guy. Week one, he was eight for four for sixty-seven yards. Um, he had a thirteen point eight eight a dot, twenty-two percent of the market share. So I liked him a lot, and that 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 pairing ended up saving my cash game because it was one of those deals where you know Saturday I walked out feeling really good. I was up. I think I had $130 in the field and I was at like $300, $350. And I'm like, man, you know, most of my plays are actually on Sunday. So I'm in a really good spot. It wasn't like I blew the load on uh, Saturday. It's just I played uh, the right defense and a couple of uh, uh, decent plays. There was a a, a wide receiver who was the number one wide receiver for his team who didn't play week one. Oh, by the way, Spruce. Spruce and the LA Wildcats, huge volume, and uh, two weeks in a row now he's been the guy. So uh, Tompkins over on the DC Defenders didn't play Week One, and uh, they were throwing uh, a lot, and uh, they threw the ball 26 times Week One, and he was their number one receiver, but he was injured, and they weren't, you know, he was only 3.6k, so what? No one was sure what he was going to do. Um, I knew to play him, I wish I would have had higher exposure on him. I, I did him at a low exposure versus a m- medium exposure uh, because I thought there was some risk because we weren't sure because they spread the ball a lot week one to different wide receivers. And, you know, you know, when you spread targets, sometimes it hurts, you know, fantasy receivers. But, no, he came out of the game firing, and uh, I'm sure he had low ownership, and he was probably key to, key to winning uh, a week one. That and uh, – there's a running back who plays receiver. He plays mainly in the slot, but he's listed at running back. Holly on, uh, on the Houston Roughnecks. He was another key that uh, 
you you really kind of needed to win. But anyways, so by by like three o'clock, I I was down. Like I was down. Like I was winning like forty dollars out of the hundred and thirty I, I put in. Um, but my fifty fifty was a was a fifty dollar fifty fifty. So if I win it, I'm gonna pull uh, put in. I'm gonna pull a hundred, which is gonna get me right exactly about where where I put in my money. And um, and I still had a couple chances. I think I ended up in tournament play. Uh, I didn't do the hundred and fifty teams. I only did the twenty. I did two different tournaments at twenty. Um, so I did 40 teams total. Um, I think my best placing was like, I was in the top thousand. I think I finished like 500, 532, somewhere in there. And, um, uh, but I ended up hitting in the, probably the last, uh, five minutes of the game, my 50, 50. So okay, thankfully good. I ended up, uh, I ended up pulling in $141, I think versus right. 130, I bet. So I won $11 on six hours of work. Oh, hey, uh, that's progress. <clears throat> How about yeah. that? You think you've learned something? Uh, will week three prove to be? Could it? Is there room for growth? And and are you finding things and figuring things out? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to understand. There's a couple stacks I like. I'm starting to understand where the ball is going. You know, Spruce with the uh, L.A. Wildcats is, is a must play. Uh, Phillips. Uh, over there, I believe on um, on Houston it is a really good play. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's still I'm still trying to figure out the running game. Uh, I need to go back. One of the problems I'm having is it's hard to, you know, with with, with uh, NFL I go to DK Live, which is the DraftKings app, and yeah. I could just go to the game and I could look and see who scored what and their fantasy production. And I don't have that with the XFL. I can't find anywhere where it just says who did what in the NXFL. You know, I can't look and go, who are the top scoring running backs in the XFL yeah. week two? So as soon as I figure that out, I'm, I'm sure that information's out there. Um, that'll help me start understanding more. But, um, yeah, running back I'm, is very unproductive so far in the XFL. I'm very interested in this league, and uh, I, I had pieces of it on over the weekend. Um, I'm glad that there's the fantasy aspect that should keep enough fans involved to uh, the fantasy and the betting stuff. Like they have it right on the graphics during the game. I think that's enough to keep enough people watching it to keep going for a while. Maybe they get yeah, into that season this year, you know? I mean, the key to any sports success in lifeline is, is gambling. I mean, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what makes sports uh, successful. And um, right. I mean, the DraftKings community has definitely embraced it thus far, and uh, as long as long as it doesn't fold, I mean, you know, I'm I'm probably going to keep coming back for the next ten weeks, and uh, you know, it is fun seeing kind of these storylines and seeing if any of these guys end up in the NFL, and uh, you know, especially like quarterback. I mean, everyone's looking at quarterback, and uh, you know. A few headlines uh, that I that I see uh, from the, the last two days here about this. Uh, CBSSports.com, XFL, two takeaways. Landry Jones, ugly debut. Matt McGloin's telling comments, Houston and D.C. in top gear. Uh, then 98.5, the Sports Hub says, Alex Blair's uh, power rankings has Houston on top. But then there's this, where it starts going a little bit bad. Yahoo Sports, a day ago, their headline is, bad quarterbacks is a big problem for the XFL. Here's another True. one, Matt McGloin's no good. Very bad day was a great example of how XFL broadcast can harness storylines, which that's what I mentioned earlier. So that's being talked about. 
But then the, the, the bad quarterbacks, and you agree, and that makes sense to me because it's hard to find a bad quarterback, or it, it can be hard to find a good enough quarterback in the NFL even. Like, there's just right. a shortage of quarterbacks out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys who shouldn't be playing. Like, they're, 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 that, they're that bad. And uh, there's, there's some guys who uh, show some potential. And, I mean, that's the fun thing of watching. You know, Cordell Jones over D.C., you know, he's got, yeah. he's got a great receiving core. You know, uh, what, what, what becomes of Cordell Jones? He's a, he's a running quarterback with a good upside. Um, you know, McLowan absolutely is, is garbage with the, with the guardians. Uh, Tom, Tom this, uh, the, the kid, uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks, you know, he's a guy who didn't get a lot of looks in the NFL. And, um, you know, this, this is kind of his chance to prove himself and, okay. uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Landry Jones in Dallas, um, he didn't. He didn't play week one. Uh, he was limited in practice going into week two. So to say he he's not he's not good or he's bad. I, I he he is a mobile quarterback with a high uh, ankle sprain. So you know it's kind of hard to judge right now. Well, he's still uh, healing. You know they so, they put him out there because they needed to. Yeah, you're, you're this league here. It, more people went to watch. Uh, the XFL this week than last week. Now I'm not sure if that it, it grew by 9.5 percent, so up to that's 76. A, that's amazing. people. Uh, I mean the projection. The projection was that week one was going to be their ceiling, so to say there's growth is actually a really really strong sign. Now some of that probably depends on markets and who was home and what have you, and in what size of stadiums they are. Let's see, DC had 15,000. Houston had 17,000, and L.A., uh, for their home opener, uh, had 14,900. So, now, when you, say, when, you say there was a 9%, when you say there was a 9% increase, were you talking about attendance or were you talking about viewers? I, I'm saying attendance. I'm sorry. I found attendance. Oh, okay. Not, oh. not viewers. A, a, yeah, a 9.5% are... attendance, Al. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I should have clarified that with you. Um, just at games. But, I mean, that, yeah, that, that makes can't sense. be bad news for them. But it might no, not the heat. I went to go look I for mean, ratings, and it's not out yet. Seattle, uh, I heard Seattle like uh, the fans are very passionate there, and they're going to be they're going to be filling that place. Um, well, quite often. If the Seahawks so. have the uh, the twelfth man, do they have the thirteenth man? Yeah, exactly. They're the thirteenth. They're the thirteenth man uh, for the for the XFL. Yeah, man. Yeah. <sighs> Oh boy, yeah. Again, a lot of work for nothing. Um, NXT Portland uh, happened uh, Sunday night, which everyone thought it was Saturday. Even I heard the dude behind me like, "Oh, I can't wait to go home and watch uh, Takeover." And I thought you... that actually going into the weekend, I knew I knew going to the show it was Sunday, but going into Did the weekend, I'm like, "No, I don't care." No, really? Yeah, I don't care. What, what am I gonna? Have you ever have you ever accidentally gotten into a conversation with a wrestling fan? Like, hey, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go there. Yeah, yep. I'll, I'll talk to the people around me, like next to me and stuff. But I'm not, I'm not reaching back an aisle or so to get so, to get stuck in some weird conversation with some dude. Awkward. I don't mind spoilers, but I've only watched the first three matches. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll uh, we can talk NXT next week then. No, no, no. We can talk. No, like I'm 
I mean, I can't really talk about the whole show. Um, other than I'm looking at the card, I thought that Keith Lee and that other fella, uh, Djokovic, I thought that was just a lot of fun. Diakovic. Diakovic. Dominique. Dominique Diakovic. Yeah, those two guys are. Now, uh, Diakovic, 32 years old, six foot seven. Uh, 270 pounds, just a powerhouse uh, against Keith Lee, who is six foot two, 320 pounds out of Wichita Falls, Texas. So you got two big powerhouses uh, stepping into the ring against each other. And, but but the key is the fun thing is both of them work like they're uh, 220 pounds. You know they they do they do the moves that you see the lightweight guys doing, only yep. they're doing it with this mass size and these. You know, dives off the top rope, and there was one move. There was once when uh, uh, Divakovic did the um, uh, uh, tope suicide, uh, suicida uh, through the ropes, and uh, uh, Keith Lee caught him. Yes, and like, then and then I think yeah, threw him into yeah. a power bomb, like just this massive power. Um, yeah, they they're able to do things that uh, other people can't and don't do. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge buzz for Keith Lee that you know yeah, he he's gonna be he's gonna be a big star for WWE in, in the next couple of years. He's 35. I mean, now's the time to move on him. That's crazy. Um, when you told me that last week, I, I had just assumed he was younger. Um, his his moonsault, like the the flip he did, yeah, just it's amazing to see uh, that work. I I'm excited for his future. And I actually, I, they they got me. I thought I thought he was gonna. I thought he lost once. Like I thought, yeah. I thought he lost. Their false finishes were, they worked. I I was worked. Good. Yeah, that's when wrestling's at its most exciting. Is when you don't know. Absolutely. That's why I'm so against spoilers, Clark. Because when you know what happens in a match, you, then none of those things matter. Like, you, you're not gonna sure. emotionally get invested in it. Um, sure. But I can so, watch it with a different eye. Yeah, I. Well, you, 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 now all of a sudden you're uh, uh, a ring expert over here no, with your eyes. No, I'm not an expert. I am just an observer, my friend. Yeah, you're a wrestling observer. That's what you there are. You just call me Melter. So, uh, yeah, that match went 20 minutes, which, uh, I mean, for two big bulls, uh, doing power spots is a, is a long time. Um, that's not a that, – that, usually when you get bulls in the ring like that in, in, in power houses – uh, those matches go 15 minutes. Uh, so to give them 20, 2020 and 2020 is pretty impressive. Do you think they did that on purpose? No. <laughs> no, no, no. So timed it out to be a 20 minute, 20 second match in 2020. Yeah. No. Well, they did it so I could get that line in. Absolutely. <laughs> so then you had a street fight of uh, a Portland street fight, which I they throw fish at each other, or that's the other city. Uh, yeah, that's Seattle. I had yeah, that. We one. don't have we don't have Andrew this week. All apologies to the Northwest. Uh-huh. No, I think Andrew's there. He'll he'll correct me on that. Good. <laughs> oh, Seattle has the gum wall. Right. Yeah, we went through this last week. So Dakota Kai defeats uh, Tegan Knox after some giant lady comes into the ring and uh, uh, helps her out. Yeah, who is that? She's uh she's one of the prospects who um they've been very high on. 
Uh, she's been working her craft uh, in the training center, and I, obviously they think she's ready for television. Um, she was, I believe, in the May Young Classic. Uh, she's a, she's a taller woman, so you know it's nice to see some height. Although I feel like sometimes height with the women in the women's division actually make for some awkward matches. Sometimes you know you see it a lot with like like Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. Like uh, there's not necessarily a lot of uh, chemistry because you know Charlotte. When you go to like give somebody a figure four and they have these like you know four inch legs and you got like these really long legs, like just the body differential um, in size, I think sometimes makes it harder to tell stories in the ring um, because it, you know when it's giants in wrestling versus uh, you know small dudes, um, the, the, they're still pretty proportionate and they're still like uh, uh, I, I, there's still size. There's still mass. With men, you have mass. With women, you know, women are very lean, even with muscle. I mean, they're they're lean and toned, uh, but they don't necessarily have mass. So the smaller wrestlers, uh, sometimes uh, with the taller ones, I just don't think worked. I mean, that's just my personal observation over the years. But, yeah. um, anyways, yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, is she? Is this tall lady? Uh, I think I, I can't find her name anywhere. Um, Martinez, I believe. <laughs> is she teaming now yeah. with with Dakota? Are they now now friends? Because Dakota seemed confused by it. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they, they kind of just uh, they they didn't attack each other or anything after the match, but right? No, no. She helped her up. The tall lady helped her up and uh, raised her ra- raised Raquel Dakota's hand. What? Raquel Gonzalez. Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, that's it. Yeah. So uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, was uh, was the savior there for the heel for the, the for the villains, and uh, poor Tegan Knox, who uh, fought back from knee surgery and a knee injury. Who, by the way, uh, Dakota Kai also had the same knee injury, and they they rehab together. And then Dakota Kai goes and takes her best friend and tries to destroy her knee again. Does not get the vengeance she was looking for. So that's probably setting something up for WrestleMania weekend. Uh, maybe uh, uh, with, the, with the large lady involved, with Gonzalez involved. Okay. Well, Gonzalez actually, uh, this was her first time appearing as Raquel Gonzalez. She was formerly known as Reina Gonzalez. Oh, okay. Oh, lovely name change. There you go. Yeah. So next up, you, really, because people get really pissed if you wait to change their name until they're in the W, like in 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 the other promotions. Well, they just changed Buddy Murphy's name. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> he's just Murphy. Yeah, he's no longer your buddy, buddy. No, 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 no. Well, what had happened was. So. <laughs> what had happened? Next was? up, next up, you have uh, uh, a match that could have main evented any takeover. In the history of takeovers, but yet here it is—the third match on a six-six-match uh, card—and that's why a lot mm-hmm. of people are, are calling this this card uh, maybe maybe the wrestling card of the year. Yeah, it's definitely a contention for because Keith Lee versus Divakovic uh, d- destroyed early on. Uh, Dakota yeah. Kai versus Tegan Knox was good, um, but now you have Finn Balor, who's the legend of NXT. This guy came from the uh, depths of NXT, the original, the founding member of the Bullet Club. Uh, in New yeah. Japan, he yeah. comes here. The leader of the Bullet Club comes to, to WWE. He he has a great stay in NXT before going to WWE, where he wins the first ever 
Universal title, I believe. One of those titles. One of the world titles. And uh, now, now he is back in NXT against the guy who's basically replaced him as the, the legend of um, NXT. Miss Johnny Wrestling. Mr. Takeover himself. So now these two are going to go at it. And they put on a hell of a match. They go for 27 minutes. And uh, Finn Balor uh, ends up winning against Johnny Gargano in the end. And uh, Johnny Wrestling uh, it falls in uh, the Battle of the Titans. Did you see that match? Yeah, it was it was great. I I enjoyed that that a lot. I thought the package before the before the match was fantastic, explaining the story, and it, it made me interested. Oh, you it didn't talk through it, huh? You didn't talk through it like you usually do with packages. No, I didn't. Oh, where? It was just, yeah. So you see the benefit of maybe paying attention to those uh, packages, especially when you have people who aren't wrestling fans before the match. I pretty much watch them all the time. Good, good. Wow! Ain't nothing but the devil! So, uh, then you have the ladies match, and uh, Bianca Belair goes up against uh, Real Ripley, who possibly is fighting Charlotte at WrestleMania. And right. uh, But she, first she has to beat Bianca Belair. Now, everybody is high on Bianca Belair. I was watching that WWE uh, backstage show, or whatever yep. that Fox show is, and uh, everybody was putting over Bianca Belair like backstage, and like that this woman's a future huge star. She's and, thirty. Uh, yeah, she's 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 a black woman, and she comes out with the uh, uh, Black History Month attire, which is really cool, um, is celebrating that, and uh, you know, and who she is, and uh, I, I like her uh, character. I like who she is and what she represents. And a uh, hell of an athlete, a uh, CrossFit uh, professional, um, before coming to WWE. And, uh, yeah, she just uh, she's, she's excellent in the ring and personality, and she's going to be another big star for them. Man, I tell you what, the women's, women's wrestling is, in general is just very healthy right now. It's in a very – the state of the union is strong in women's wrestling. And um, as WWE, we're kind of in this, this point at, uh, on the main roster where – it's getting stale. You know, it's the same old faces. It's Bailey, it's Becky, it's Charlotte, you know, with a little Alexa Bliss thrown in, a little Carmella, you know, a little Asuka. Um, and all of those women can wrestle. I mean, even Carmella. When you, when you say she can't wrestle, when people go, oh, Carmella can't wrestle, you know, go and watch some of these other companies. Go and watch AEW and yeah. tell me that Carmella isn't as good as an AEW wrestler, as a, as a Britt Baker right. or, right. you know, she's out there and, she she's not she's not going to do anything that's going to impress you you know she's not going to steal the show she's not going to put on the match of the year but right. in, in the fi- the fifteen minutes or so in a match the thirteen minutes the ten minutes she gets the job done but but then you have the women who can go you have Becky you have Asuka you have uh, you know arguably Charlotte although sometimes I think Charlotte's really sloppy in the right um, but now you have uh, so so everyone's getting kind of stale up there. But you have all these women ready to go, and they're slowly moving in. Rhea Ripley, after the match, she beats. She does go on, and uh, she beats uh, Bianca Belair in 13 minutes, 30 seconds, in a great match. Afterwards, Charlotte comes in the ring, jumps her, and says, I'll see you at Mania. So that match is happening. So Rhea Ripley's moving up. Um, you have Shayna Baszler. She's about to step up. You have Bianca Belair, who, you know, she may, she may stay in NXT another year before she comes up. But you have her in the wings. Um, there's just so much potential moving forward for the women's division. 
in women's wrestling that it's very exciting. I mean, Tessa Blanchard at any point can end up in the WWE. Um, I'm sure yeah, she has maybe. a contract with Impact, but I'm sure it's not a long-term deal, um, you know, longer than a year or so. So, you know, she she could get her maturity down. Um, you have Chelsea Green, who uh, I don't think is a very good wrestler, if I'm mistaken, but um, I, I can be reminded. is her real name. And she entered her information into the WWE Prospects database in 2016. Two weeks later, she got a social media message from uh, Mark Henry, who uh, came across her profile on the CrossFit circus. And he, uh, he'd he get her a tryout, but she needed to do the work. So that's how she got in. Crazy. Wow. Well, her name is Bianca Crawford, but her character is Bianca Belair. Bianca Nicole Crawford. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of potential with the women. I mean, uh, exciting. Then the broserweights, uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, who uh, they've been doing these little promos where they're, they're trying to get to Portland, and uh, Matt Riddle's a pothead, and Pete Dunne's a, a grumpy British guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they finally show up there, and um, I had a feeling they were going to win, or they were going to, I thought, because Mania so soon, maybe they, they break up right then and there. And that sets up the match at Mania between Riddle and Dunn. But no, the Broserweights end up winning the tag team titles. And it, it's one of those things like, if you're not going to do anything with Matt Riddle right now, and you're not going to do anything with Pete Dunn, then yeah, give him the tag team titles. Um, sure. They're great wrestlers. And, uh, you know, re- tag team wrestling in NXT is always good. And, um, you know, it, it gives the undisputed era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, something to go up against and uh, a challenge for, or bring in some new faces. So, uh, Riddle and Dunn uh, win the titles in 16 minutes, 58 seconds, and uh, they are the NXT Tag Team Champions. So congratulations uh, to uh, the pothead and the British guy. There you go. That's great, man. And, and then, then finally. They got that chance because they won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, right? That is correct, Clark. Yep. Okay. They, won the, they won the tournament, and now they are uh, the Tag Team Champions, so. Uh, they went through the appropriate, you know, and that's one of the things with NXT. Here's a team that didn't exist uh, a few months ago. They come together. They weren't just given a title shot. They went into a tournament, and uh, they won the tournament. They beat Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. They beat Imperium from NXT, and then they beat the Grizzled Young Veterans to get a chance at the world titles, which they then won. So there was growth. There were steps. Now you have the main event, and you, you, you have the great uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who everybody loves Tommaso Ciampa. The guy, the guy is just a, a, a badass. He's just a, a, uh, a ring general, and he fits NXT so perfectly. You know, he's one of those guys who seems like he'd probably get lost on the main roster, but, man, he is a great villain. He's a great face. Wherever you have him in the NXT, the guy is just must-see wrestling. And his matches are always spectacular. Then you have him going up against Adam Cole, baby, who has been nothing but great for the last, uh, I don't know, year, year, year and a half. Um, yeah. He's defined he's defined their uh, the, who they are as uh, NXT. And uh, the guy's been an absolute star. And uh, another guy who's, you know, only 30 years old. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be very good for WWE for, for quite some time. Um, you know, Shawn Michaels-esque, I guess, is a, is a good con- comparison. Maybe not so much in personality, but in in terms of ring skill, um, yeah. great. 
So you have these two great wrestlers going up against each other. And, man, that crowd was on fire. People wanted to see Tommaso win. And then, it, you know, he he gets screwed by um, uh, by the stable, by Adam Cole's stable, um, the Undisputed Era. And uh, it looks like he's going to lose because of the, their interference. And he kicks out, and everything's great. And then he goes uh, he goes to reach for the title to use it, and his buddy uh, Johnny Gargano comes out, and Johnny Gargano kind of grabs the title, and then he yeah. hits Tommaso Ciampa in the head. And Whoa. once again, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, uh, this beef is still going. As, oh, my uh, Adam, Adam Cole defeats Tommaso Ciampa with the assist from Johnny Gargano. So oh, wow. Johnny Gargano makes the heel turn, and... Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I mean, him versus uh, uh, Johnny Wrestling versus Tommaso Ciampa is, is what a four-year feud now. And uh, I don't want to say it's too much, but I also don't want to not see the match. So, uh, all right. So that yeah. means it's it's not too much. I mean, if you want to see it, right? I, I think that wow, that's crazy. That's great. You don't see that very often in professional wrestling anymore. But, I mean, I feel like that used to happen more. What, guys turning on each other? No, no, no. Guys, um, like, having a four-year-long battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very true. Uh, especially one that's as detailed as those two guys. Like, I mean, you could write a whole book on that feud. Like, uh, that's, uh, I mean, I was there. I was literally ten feet away. From uh, when uh, Ciampa put Gargano through the table and started the whole thing. Yep. Oh, that's silly. Fun, man. That's excellent. Well, I look forward to uh, them as they get towards WrestleMania weekend, which that's just around the corner now. Saudi show for the WWE is coming up. Is that this Friday? It feels close, yeah. I'm not sure when, uh, but it, it does feel like it's uh, coming up shortly here. This is uh, some breaking news. Former WWF Raw announcer uh, Vic Joseph reveals he'll be calling the Cleveland Cavaliers game on NBA television. Some very exciting stuff there. Dun, 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 dun. Just in. That's wonderful news. Uh, I've, I've been reading it all around that... Uh, the Cleveland arenas will not uh, host AEW shows due to not wanting to piss off the WWE. Oh, well, there you go. So, some more I mean, some territorial. Play, AEW plays in plenty of. Um, they play in plenty of places uh, that are innovative that aren't traditional wrestling arenas. I would think they would find something there if they wanted to. Uh, that's where Moxley's from. Dean Ambrose is from Cleveland. Well, everyone knows Cleveland sucks. Wow. It's like the worst city. It's like the worst city in America. It really is. If you're like, hey, do you want to go to, um, uh, I don't know, the worst city. Do you want to go to uh, Antarctica or do you want to go to Cleveland? I'll be like, ah, let me get my, uh, let me get my heated hat. Let me get my technology hat. And let's well, go to the Arctic. A lot of people wanted to come to Chicago this past weekend, and they did with the NBA. Right. Uh, 
All-Star Weekend was here in Chicago. I watched the dunk contest Saturday night. That was the most that I watched of anything, and it was fantastic. I didn't think that I would see slam dunks in a dunk contest again. I didn't think I would enjoy a contest like that again because I think a lot of the dunks are uh, a lot of the dunks are have been done already. It's hard for them to top it, but uh, it was fun. It was exciting. The the two guys who were in the finals were by far and away the best, and they put on one hell of a show. And it should have been a tie. They were both, yeah. They couldn't top each other. It was a fun dunk contest. I, from what I saw, tons of celebrities in town, Al. Uh, looked like a, a fun weekend uh, for that type of crowd. Spending ten grand on a courtside seat. Oh, unbelievable. Ten grand. It was like approaching, you know, Super Bowl prices. To watch people uh, dribble the basketball around? Cubs prices, yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Michael Jordan turned 57 today. Six-time champ, 6-0 in the finals, six-time finals MVP, that's the most ever, five-time MVP of the league, 14-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, 10-time first-team All-NBA, nine-time first-team All-Defensive, 10-time scoring champ, that's the most ever, fifth points ever, first billionaire player ever. Michael Jeffrey Jordan is 57 today. Well, happy birthday to the greatest of all time. Uh, in baseball, the, it, the the Astros fallout is bad. They had a bad PR thing uh, late last week where all the players sounded like a bunch of buffoons. They cheated. They tried to apologize for it, and they buffed it up. Uh, the commissioner is under a lot of heat right now, Al. Uh, I think by far and away the current best commissioner in sports is probably Sterling here in the NBA uh, because Manfred is really, really coming out looking looking pretty bad here. Like, he called the World Series trophy just a piece of hardware and things like that, and it's uh, people are pissed, other, other players, other fans. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the ba- baseball season plays out with the Houston Astros uh, when they go to play away games. It's going to be – there's going to be some awesome signs, I think, in the crowd, and uh, and just some uh, – there's going to be a lot of heat. They're going to have a lot of heat on the road, Al. Well, Clark, I'd like to make this announcement, and this is uh, this is hard to say. I mean, this is this is difficult for me. Um, with the Chicago Cubs and their uh, their money grab uh, in order to watch their uh, their their little games, and the cheating scandal that has rocketed baseball um, out of uh, Houston, um, the integrity of the game is absolutely in question and the uh, humanity of the game with this money grab is absolutely in question. I myself can no longer stand by and, you know, baseball players have gone on strike against the game in the past. Well, I think it's now time as fans that we go on strike against baseball. I will not be watching baseball this year. You finished. That's it. He's done. Yeah, I mean, and I hope you, as a man of integrity, as a man of principle, as a man of uh, uh, religion, as as a, as a believer in Christ, that you yourself would understand uh, all the the negativity that is happening in this this sport. Uh, that uh, is it's past time for baseball, 
and I would hope you would enjoy would join me in uh, the uh, strike against baseball. Well, I it, it appears that I might not be watching uh, Cubs baseball uh, on television at home. Uh, I may just catch some of the national games because I don't believe I'll have that channel. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to listen to the games on uh, 670 The Score a little bit. For sure. um, I, yeah, I think you should boycott. You, you should stand oh, by. No need and, to boycott. Uh, well, you should watch the games that are on national television because you're a fan, and I, I respect that. But you should boycott the ones that they don't give you access to. And, uh, you know, no, I mean, it's just, a, uh, it's just a I'm sad a state guy. baseball I'll listen, I'll listen to them on 670 AM. I will. Yeah, I, I just I can no longer support baseball in any aspect um i threw away all my merchandise all my baseball merchandise my hats uh, my pins my jerseys you don't have baseball merchandise uh you had a lot of it clark i had to i had to call one of those uh, collection agencies to come take the trash out of here it was bad no so you know uh it's a sad very sad day for me to have to let, let leave behind uh really uh one of america's great games so Anyways, um, I hope I hope they come together and they figure this out and uh, the Cubs stop being selfish and other teams don't see what the Cubs are doing and then greed grab along with them. Um, I hope the integrity of the game uh, b- gets sorted out because you can't you can't have people cheating and winning titles that way. It's uh, it's it's just not right. It's wrong. Um, Al, and yeah. former Farragut High School star Kevin Garnett. Uh, former Minnesota Timberwolf Kevin Garnett and former Boston Celtic, who's going to have his Celtic number jersey, uh, number five, is going to be retired. They just announced that, uh, that there is a documentary coming out uh, for him in the fall on his year of high school here at Farragut High in Ooh, Chicago. Thought. He went to a practice and got called down to play with uh, to play with the uh, with Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Here, hang on. Here's just a quick. I played just a few. Full circle in the All Star game was in Chicago this year. When I got to the game, I had all this Chicago swag, all this confidence that I had built up from playing in the city. Oh, they got the really nice gym. You get in there, Mike Jordan in there, Sky Pippen was in there. We watched him play a couple of games, and all of a sudden, security, doom, doom, doom. Hey, you, two I was like, me. I was like, yeah, big fella. I was like, don't throw my shoes, y'all throw my shoes. I jump in, I tie my joints up, and then George was like, let's go. So we 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 go. I just remember Pippen saying that I was too young to be out here. Call for it. Mike called for it. I walked off it. Boom! I know what you think this is. Shit. And I hear somebody go, I see you, Lord, okay, I see you. And there was Isaiah Thomas. So you play Scotty Pippen. Boy, you can play in the league right now. And when he said that, dog, the world stopped. I said, Zeke, what wow. you say? Boy, do you know you can go to the league from high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's right then is when he decided that he's going to go straight from Farragut High School in Chicago to the NBA, go on to a Hall of Fame career. His number's retired, won an NBA championship. I'm interested, wow. man. It's going to be on Showtime. Yeah, that's good, man. You got to get that. Yeah. And, uh, buy that for your package. You got to get the Showtime package. Yeah, maybe. I might get it for that month or something. Um. I think I'm switching to a streaming service. Might be going YouTube TV, leaving the uh, friendly confines of Comcast when my special price is up, and the, they're going to jack my price back up to like $200 for cable and internet. Screw that, man. So where are you going to get your internet from? 
Oh, I, I'll stay with them for internet. And then I'm going to stream. I'm going to stream uh, the cable package. I don't. I mean, I, I have to use them. They are the best in the area. I, I don't well, get how much, I don't. I don't get how, the other guys. How much is the internet for them? Like seventy-five, eighty bucks. So I won't be spending two hundred anymore. I'll just be spending eighty, ninety bucks, something like that. All right. Yeah. I thought they only uh, uh, offered us like the speed with the cap package, or is that all just bullshit? I should be able to stay within the cap. We'll see. It's not that. It's not that high. Okay. It's not all right. Well, yeah, we'll see. Should be all right. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. How about that? You don't seem too interested in anything like that. Well, I mean, if it's a if it's a savings, I mean, it is definitely the bill. I don't like paying every month. Uh, not because I don't use the service, it's because it's just too high. Actually, I don't really use the service. <clears throat> I mean, there's yeah, very yeah. little I watch on cable. Uh, yeah, I guess I watch. Yeah. I watch a little wrestling, and I watch. Uh, uh, but everything else is pretty much network. I mean, Judge Judy. Uh, you know, my 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 big programs, uh, Criminal Minds. By the way, that is the worst, absolute worst television show I've watched the most of. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe that show. It is Very a god awful program. Like it is like if you really break it down, it's like this is fucking stupid and I can't believe I just watched an hour on it. But yet every like week, every time I see it, there's a new one on the D V R and I sit there and I watch them. So who's the idiot, I guess? Yep. Absolutely, my friend. Well, are you interested in Raw tonight? Is WrestleMania sure. season uh, heating up a little bit here? Raw's been so great uh, that I do uh, I look forward to it uh, each and every week. So um, I'll probably pop it on here, make some ribs tonight. They haven't hit me up yet about if they're showing the apartment tomorrow. So, you know, I've been holding off on making the hey, Here's one of the things with the problem with these people showing the apartment. Oh, just number one, it, number one, it's a small it's a small place, right? So like, I wake up in the morning and I, I and you know I get ready for them to come so I I go ahead and I uh, I brew up a cup of coffee and I start drinking the coffee and after I drink the coffee I have to do things you have to do after you drink coffee in the morning. Yes. But I mm-hmm. can't do that because if I go and I take a crap, uh, the whole the whole uh, attic is going to reek of crap as people come in here to look at the apartment. So then you have to then you have to um, not drink the coffee when you wake up. Well, no, I want to drink my coffee, you know, and so now I'm squeezing my cheeks until these people leave. Well, you could have have your coffee, get up and, and take a walk. Yeah, no. No, no. Is it better to know that they're coming, or is it better for them to be coming in with a flashlight? Well, it's better to know they're coming, so I don't accidentally shoot anybody, yeah. What the hell happened there? Oh, that was brutal. That was absolutely like, brutal. Illegal, sudden, by the way. He's just in your apartment with a flashlight? I'm asleep, kind of waking up. Like, you know, it was like 6 o'clock, so I was kind of in the, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep an extra half an hour because, you know, it's my first day back to work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep in a little bit. And, yeah, uh, yeah all of a sudden there, there's a dude, like a six-foot dude with a fucking flashlight on me on the, as I'm laying in bed. Like, what's, oh, what, what's going on here? Yeah, like I don't know if the you know the cops. I haven't done anything illegal that I know of. 
I didn't right. know if the police were coming. I didn't know if uh, if uh, 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 somebody, I was being robbed or there's this home invasion. I didn't know what the hell was happening. So, yeah, that was scary. Hell yeah, man, that's messed up. I I hope they they don't let anything like that happen again. Jeez, those bastards! That's He's a I'm bastard. Hey, bastards! Damn the man! You ever notice Jim Ross loves yelling bastards? Like he thinks no. it's edgy. No, yeah, pay attention. Okay. He does all the time. Bastards! The bastards! There's a hell of a wreck in the uh, in the uh, Daytona 500. It doesn't look good. Oh no! <clears throat> yep. So, well, did you see the president go around the track, kick things off for the America's race? Who was that? Trump. He he went out there during America's race, oh, and he had he no. did the opening lap. He was in the no, uh, the presidential uh, the presidential limo. Went ahead and did a lap around the uh, the race. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's fun. Oh yeah. Um, no, I had no clue. That's crazy. Hey, you miss um, all yeah. the good stuff. Things aren't good. They like they held up black screens so the fans couldn't see uh, uh, him leaving on a stretcher or something. That's not good. Who left on a stretcher? What's that? Who left on a stretcher? Uh, Ryan Newman, I believe is his name. Newman. There was a hell oh, no. Some people are saying it's the worst. Oh, I hope we don't have another issue like with, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Dale Earnhardt. I know. Some of the tweets I've seen already said this reminds me of Earnhardt, so. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's scary. Earnhardt was at Daytona, not the 500, but at Daytona. That's why I've never been a big fan of speed. The drug or the actuality. Yeah, it usually fires you up a bit too much. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with high speed. Even even like in cars, uh, I'll... uh, I prefer not to not to be, uh, you know, like driving a Marion Catholic. I definitely, I wasn't the fastest guy. I like to do like 80 miles an hour, you know, 80. I think 80 yeah. is healthy. That's a good uh, speed. 83, 86 is a little too much. There were there were dudes just whipping past me, and uh, one guy cut me off. Like, I had to hit my brakes in order not to have a wreck on the highway. I mean, it was yeah, more bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. Not good. All right, bud. Do you have anything else you, you'd like to? Uh, no, I think everything like to say? that needed to be on the table is on the table here. How about then you, we sir? Shall tape. Well, then we shall table this conversation wow. till next time. Uh, no, I uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the uh, the family of uh, the the guy in the uh, car accident, and uh, we'll hope the best there. I know they have a, a, a very good staff. And they have uh, some uh, awesome, um, uh, what do you call those things, uh, e- equipment and safety precautions. And, you know, so hope- hopefully that'll turn out to- for the best. And uh, he, hit the yeah. wall. he hit the wall a lot like Earnhardt did in his. Oh, so I just saw it a little slowed down and closer. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Good luck to that fella. Um, all right, my friend. I think uh, we'll discuss things next week here in the Sports Attic. All right. Sounds good. Guys, thanks for listening on Facebook Live. Thank you for listening on Twitter. 
those of you guys on Blog Talk Radio and wherever you get your podcast, you can find us Spotify, uh, uh, Stitcher Radio, the iTunes uh, podcast app. We're all over the place. Find us. Listen to us. We always do this on Facebook Live as well. Have a good night. Partner, take it easy. Drive safe. All right. Peace and love, everybody. We'll see you next time. And remember to uh, drive safe, as Clark said, and uh, uh, don't be stupid, as uh, the country song once went. Shania? Don't be stupid. Yeah, yeah, it was Shania, wasn't it? You know I love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that one real well. You know, I've done this again where I can't find the blog talk. Oh, there it is. All right. Blog I'm sure we had a lot of calls. I just wasn't paying attention. Go. Oh, great. No, I had my eye on it. We did not. I mean, it must have been broken. We yeah, it must have been. They, they, uh, all the time. Nonstop. Yeah. So, we got we to gotta tell people not to call. It, it gets so yeah. bad. Yeah. All right. Well, good. here. Let's see. Let's do this. I'll hit this button. Wait, and uh, that should do it. And I'm going to go touch the Facebook Live and turn it off. Good night. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One thing. Hello. Clark. Still here. Clark, are you, are you there? No. Did your kid say shit? Uh, she said, Daddy say shit. Daddy say oh so shit. Like, there was no, who, who, who was it that she learned it from? It was me. Then Lauren goes, what did you say? And she said, Daddy say oh shit. Like, she called me out. How does she know that shit's not okay to say? She, I don't know if she does. She's just saying it. Like, I don't know if she knows that it's not okay to say. I just must say it enough. Because that's got to be a weird conversation for a kid. Now she says it. Yeah. You know, I know. Like, like you're like, hey, you can't use these words. And I'm like, well, why? Well, they're adult words. Well, what are other adult words I can't use? No, I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah. Like, Al, you can't, ugh. Like, you can't play. Like, I had, we had to ignore it. Like, when she says it. Right. Because if you react to it. Not even anything. We don't react to it. The reaction is what will get her to keep saying it. But if we, but just you know she's, it, you know you think you're not reacting to it, but you you guys are making faces at each other, and you know, like in her simple processing, those that's probably like a huge deal. Like she is, I'm she trying to not. I'm trying to not make faces about because you act yeah. goofy, you it's act goofy and stupid with like normal stuff. You're like, oh hi, say hello, whoa hello, oh my god, you said hi, hi. But then, you know, uh, she said, she says, shit, and you guys make faces at each other. Like, well, did you hear that? How do you know we make faces at each other? Do you have a Because you made, you, you, yeah, no, you guys looked at each other like. Uh, Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You guys, I know it. Lauren made the look. I saw, I know you made the, she made the look, the stern look, like, you see, Clark? You know, this is, you're using that shit word too much, and you see what she happens? Me, I wasn't home. And to be honest, two days earlier, I heard Hazel say, oh, shit. And then I waited, and she said it again, and I just straight up never looked. I never turned and looked at it. I just played it off. Like I think it's fun. I think she. Sh- I mean, I think it should be okay that she says "oh shit." I don't think it should be okay that she says "oh shit," Al. I think why? I think we're just gonna let her know we don't say that if if it comes back up, which I'm sure it will. But you say it but for her to tell her, like. You know, usually I'd be able to say, yeah, you know, I don't know where she picked that up from, the TV or something, but she straight up just sold me the F out. Like, it's obviously me. Yeah, because you you say it all the time. Yeah. Do you know it took me like two weeks how to figure out to get my Instagram hooked up to my Facebook again? Ugh. Such a pain in the ass.
disaster. All right, buddy. Well, this time for yeah, real. Yeah, we ended it a while ago. There we go. All right, buddy.